0: What's going on, Spirit fans? I am Timothy Lawson, host of Follow Your Spirit. This podcast marks the beginning of the beginning of the Spirit season. Now, it is only preseason, but we're already excited. I'm so pumped to be covering the Spirit this year. I was at the Plex on Saturday night to watch the Spirit take on the University of Virginia in what was a very cold and damp game Uh, I was very excited. I decided to stand outside first to watch the game to get a good view. And then uh, as the game went on and the colder my toes got, I decided to duck into the uh, media box for some warmth and conversation. So there really isn't uh, a lot to take away from Game 1. I think it was just about as uh, considering the conditions that they were playing in. uh, The fact that this is the first time that many of these players have been playing on the same team in a match. Uh, and just the simple fact that it was the first game of the season after fitness training and fitness tests and all that. uh, I think that the 3-0 result is about as good as anybody could have hoped for. This was the first time that the Washington Spirit has defeated the University of Virginia in a preseason game. A few things that I noticed that I think that are worthy to bring up as far as the Spirit's performance went. Uh, First of all, uh, so first things first Katie Stehal, I think had the more the most impressive outing uh of the squad, and that is really just uh evaluating involvement positioning uh and the performance overall, not just uh top score not just um, you know whatever metric you want to use, but really looking at where they were on the field, how they uh, contributed to the goals to the opportunities, where they were stuff like that i think I think Katie really had uh, a great outing you know so Benini had two of the uh, of the three goals one at three minutes, one at fifteen uh, the first one actually coming off an assist from Katie. What really impressed me about Stingall was uh not she was contending for the ball a lot. Uh, she was often in position uh, off the, on a few runs uh, for a, a shot opportunity, uh, and a lot of those shot opportunities just weren't had because uh, she got led uh, a little too much by uh, by the passer, uh, which brings me into the second note of the game, that mid-range passing was really the only thing that that held back the the spirit the spirit from scoring more goals passing passing distances of more than three yards just seemed to be difficult for both teams. Uh, it was actually the, the the one common question I asked each player that I talked to after the game about how. Uh, the mid-range passing was affected Uh, but as Katie Stengall pointed out in the after game that you know both uh, the weather played but I think Katie sums it up quite perfectly with this. I
1: mean the weather definitely played a factor tonight and you could see that with both teams it's just harder to connect passes and it was so slick and the ball was moving all over the place so of course the game was affected by it but I think we adapted better and as the game wore on
0: I'll sandwich the one con that I have, if we'll even call that a con, I'll call, I'll sandwich that with two pros. Uh so the first of course being that I think Stengall had a really great uh outing. The second pro that we'll we'll wrap up here with is I think the sp- the spirit shot 11 times, 8 of them were on target and they led for thir- for three goals. Uh that accuracy, the mechanics of accurate passing is more difficult with the conditions uh it was really good to see that the shots were uh, were being were accurate and that they took advantage of good opportunities and the success rate was 27 percent on those 11 opportunities which of course is a one game sample size in a preseason match uh but i think that it shows uh you know it definitely provides some optimism going into the preseason of course and then into the game so we'll see uh how how that's something that I hope to be tracking very closely here is uh shooting accuracy uh with shooting opportunity and how that translates into goals due to the cold weather. the post game player interviews were conducted inside uh the gymnasium there at the soccer plex, so the audio in the interviews are a little noisy but still understandable and insightful from the players. Uh, the first interview I want to play here is uh, the first interview that uh, I was a part of with uh, Christine Nairn. I did not get any questions off, but uh, the other members of the media, I think, got some really uh, good answers out of here. Here's what we got to learn uh, from Christine Nairn.
2: I feel like every time we play them, it's absolutely freezing outside. So to get a result in this weather, I think, um, it's great. And I didn't even know that was our first win. So good for us. <laughs> Um, You guys have brought in a lot of different attacking talent. Um, How do you think you guys are doing through the first – obviously it's the first week Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, kind of getting to know each
3: other's tendencies and combining?
2: Yeah, um, I think we're doing all right. Um, Jim's brought in a little bit different of style of play um, in a good way that we're all just getting used to each other and and getting, you know, on the same page. I think nights like tonight are so good for us because we can make mistakes and learn from each other and learn each other's tendencies stuff like that but I think that's what makes us unpredictable is that right now we don't have a set lineup and we don't know what each other are going to bring so um if we don't really know what each other's going to bring the other team sure doesn't know either so um yeah I think we're going to be unpredictable and you know I'm excited to play that type of soccer. Um, we had a couple players come back tonight that had injuries last year um how do you think Bibini and Weimer did tonight? Oh, they're, they've been doing great all season, all off season. Um, you know, Tiff's Tiff, she'll always be looking for nutmegs, looking for little cheeky moves here and there, and I think that's what makes her so special. And, you know, to get a Steffi back on the field and, and show what she can do, I think she had two goals tonight. Um, you know, I hope that just gets better and better each and every, ga- each and every day. Um, and I think that, you know, if she's doing that in preseason, hopefully that will translate to the NWSL season. Uh, Going into next weekend, what do you guys, what do you think you guys should work on? on? Uh, Just continue to work together. Um, I think that's why as a team we've been so great in the past is um, we play as a unit. We play with 11 players and we win as 11 players. We lose as 11 players or as a whole organization. So um, if we can just stick together and, you know, ride the wins and learn from our losses, I think we'll be, we'll be, we'll be good to go.
0: I was definitely excited to hear from uh, hear from Nairn, especially at the beginning of the off season. I uh, published my first uh, f- first article on the Washington Spirit, uh, claiming that I thought Christine Nairn, given with with the the roster they had at the end of this last season, that Christine Nairn was going to come forward and be the second top producer of the Washington Spirit that they so that they needed to really make a. Strong championship run. While I was talking to Joanna Loman, uh, the the rest of the media was was talking to Coach Cabrera, and I did not get an opportunity to really uh, get in front of him. And I'll I'll play the the Loman interview at the end but did get over to coach's session just enough time to get the soundbite of the that i would have asked him anyways
2: so the weather tonight probably made it pretty difficult to evaluate players
0: um, no because it's you know everybody has to adjust to the conditions i mean it's something that they that's out of their control and they're you know there's going to be weather there's gonna be thunderstorms there's gonna be cold it's gonna be hot i mean you know you're gonna face that so it's how do you react to those to those conditions um, so yeah, it you have a chance to evaluate it, maybe a little bit different atmosphere than it had been. I mean, we've been training on turf all week, too, so and all of a sudden you're on grass, wet grass, snow grass, so it's, it's great, and that's what preseason is for, you know. Along with Coach Cabrera, we got the opportunity to talk with Coach Swanson on the UVA side, and uh, Coach Swanson gave us some insight into working with his new squad this year, and the opportunity... unique opportunity that his team gets in playing a professional team in the preseason
4: uh well it was a big challenge for us uh certainly for the you know the experience that we have right now but uh, certain areas I I was happy um but we got exposed which which you you should you'd expect from a pro team um and uh you know but I thought there was a lot of a lot of good things you know I think this is a, a really good barometer for where we are and what we need to work on. So from, a, from the standpoint of you know an education piece for our players, you can ask for a, better, uh, for, for a better game for us at this point in time.
0: Soccer is unique in that local college teams get, get a chance to play the, the professional squad nearby. What sort of experience is that like for your players, and how does that, make, how does, uh, that maybe boost their confidence or at least lift their spirits going into their own season?
4: Well, I, I just think you know a lot of the players have aspirations to play at this level, so they get a good taste of what it's like. I mean, for us to have an opportunity to play a team like DC is, is uh, you know, you just can't you can't get as that's what the spring is all about for us. It's a it's a it's a it's a teaching time and it's a coaching time and it's a learning time for the players. So. Um, you know I think there's team if if we would have won today and we would have won big against a team maybe we don't see nearly as much as what we saw today um, losing the way we did and being exposed the way we did and I I think that's what it's all about I think I've got smart enough players on our team to realize uh, hey this is the kind of game you want and even though they lost they realize hey the 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 loss is going to help us in the long run if we can learn from it and if we can put that into our training and what we need to do and and the areas that we need to improve to make this team uh, gain the identity that we'll have for the, for the fall. You know, it's, it's a little different team. We don't. We certainly don't have the the players mm. at this time that we did in previous years. Um, but I nevertheless think we're going to be. A, you know, we have got, we got the potential to be a very good team. Um, but it's just it's just really early for both of them. You know, but I, but I think that, like I said, the experience of playing in a game like this, uh, playing at the tempo that DC plays at. Um, you know, we have to defend faster than they attacked, and we have to attack faster than they defend. And I think in both instances, we didn't do that as well as we needed to. Um, and you have to credit DC for that, but that's the level that we have to try to aspire to.
0: And what sort of evaluations are you doing on your own team? In the, in oh,
4: we team? just got a lot of players that haven't played a lot of minutes, so you're you're you know you're seeing which players can uh, can adjust and can adapt to this level, and which players can you expect to, to potentially give you minutes in the fall. Um, and a lot of, a lot of our players haven't had those minutes so to have them now in the spring is great but to have them uh, against a team like DC is even better you, you can evaluate them you know, and it gives them a good barometer of hey here's where you, if you want to play here's here's the level you've got to play and here's the things that you need to do
0: after believing that Katie Stingall had the best outing uh, for the spirit as far as overall performance, I was definitely excited. You get a chance to talk to her and hear about her reflections on the game. Okay. First outing with the pros, how was it?
1: It was great. Uh, A little cold, but otherwise it was fun.
0: We'll be warmer this summer.
1: Let's hope so.
0: Training uh, know, practicing on turf and with the weather, I noticed mid-range passes, the accuracy was a challenge for uh, the Spirits tonight. How does training on turf and then the cold weather affect that?
1: I mean, I think the turf is always – more challenging and I mean we're not used to it as much because we're we're fortunate enough to play on grass but I think I mean the weather definitely played a factor tonight and you could see that with both teams it's just harder to connect passes and it was so slick and the ball was moving all over the place so of course the game was affected by it but I think we adapted better and as the game wore on um, but it'll be nice to be in grass and more weather moving forward
0: there's a few opportunities to saw where uh, a teammate led you just by a couple, little too far ahead. Um, you know how how long? Uh, you know how, how does that chemistry develop to where you feel more comfortable with each other on making those passes more accurate?
1: I mean, we're only in our first week, and I mean everybody knows of each other in professional soccer in the U.S. at least. But I've never played with Nair, and I've never played with some of these girls, so it does take a little more time to get used to it. And um, I've been fortunate enough to play with Crystal for a little, so I kind of know some of her tendencies. So I just feel more comfortable, but then I think it'll take a few more weeks, and luckily we have that with preseason, so that will be good. Um,
2: you guys have a really diverse uh, attacking group, and you said you've played with Crystal obviously in the mid-20s, but you also played against her in college, so what's it like to finally get to play with her, I guess, full-time and uh, all the other players as well?
1: It's great. I mean, we have a great group, uh, all kinds of very athletic forwards who make me look way slower than I already am. So it's been good to, you know, play with such a good group of girls and uh, great to play with Crystal, not against her this time. Um, but, I mean, we have Franny and Sha- uh, Shana and everybody else. And it's been fun to play with new girls that I've never gotten a chance to play with before. How have you guys been working on using your speedy forwards and practicing these? definitely i mean we have a big emphasis on pressing this year and we want to press and i mean forward to the first line of defense so with such a fast line we're obviously going to look to play them in behind or uh, utilize them on the flanks um but i mean we also can slow the game down as well so just another tool
0: so first week of preseason is done how does the body feel
1: pretty good. good i mean we got fitness testing done so everything else is fine I mean, going forward, I think we'll probably pick it up again here this next week, play more two-a-days because we had to tone it down for fitness in the game. But um, pretty good.
0: Uh, As I mentioned earlier, I was able to get a one-on-one conversation with Joanna Lohman, someone I've been uh, familiar with leading into the season. And I got a chance to talk to her about the game, about training, about practice, uh, and then ultimately about her hair. Enjoy. How's it going, my
3: friend? Good. How are you? Good. Good you, to see you. Uh,
0: yeah. How, how, how your uh, How your limbs?
3: Ugh, I'm sore. I'm sore from like fitness testing and stuff like that. I think. Yeah.
0: Just, what is what, what is fitness? What is when we saw the bikes and stuff like that? Oh what, yeah, that what was actually post
3: fitness testing.
0: Um, <laughs> U.S.
3: Soccer comes and they've standardized all of our fitness testing. So you do um, the sprinting series, ten, like five, ten, fifteen. Um, then 20, 30, and 40. And then you do different types of jumps, uh, like squat jumps to test your vertical, one-legged vertical, also an agility test, and then a conditioning test.
0: What happens if, I mean, like, uh, is there a bar, I suppose, that's being being said, or they just sort of seeing where the field's at?
3: I think they just want to standardize it across the league so every team does the exact same thing. Gotcha. And each team can use it to their own discretion. I think some coaches uh, emphasize it more than others. And uh, I think they're worthwhile to do, but they don't measure how great of a soccer player you are necessarily. So. Yeah.
0: So one of the reasons why I asked to, to talk with you is you've been the most active among the spirit players as the for the preseason hype. Uh, so obviously there had to be some sort of payoff to finally get on the field and, and play with everybody. How does, how does it feel to get there?
3: I'm officially the hype girl with everything in life, I swear. Everyone's like, you're hype girl whenever they see me out dancing. Hype girl! Uh, it felt really good to play in the game. We've had an interesting week because of fitness testing. Yo know, Soccer asked you to do a shortened day before that, the day before that. So we were only allowed to do one hour on the Wednesday before the Thursday fitness testing. So we had Monday tuesday and then wednesday we had to slow it down then we had fitness testing all day on thursday we couldn't train and on friday it's pre-game and so saturday it was like i felt like today was the first day we were able to kind of get our legs underneath us and um, play with each other and for me it's such a different uh it's a different speed between training and a game um, 30 minutes in i was like wow this is this is a game i'm winded and i did well and you know in the conditioning test i always feel fit but it's really not the same until you get into an 11-11 game
0: yeah but so um uh but as an athlete, you know, this is a perennial thing for you. You know, how is three weeks? Uh, gonna, I mean, you're going to be back in regular season uh, condition by by game one, or does it still lead into the season with uh, with dealing with that fitness?
3: I think I think we'll be in great shape by game one, but I still, at the same time, think that our uh, it'll improve throughout the season. I think it's hard in three weeks to get in everything that you need to get in and still feel like you're fresh for the first game you have to work a lot tactically on getting the team to play together understanding the same principles of how to press and the formation we're playing and what Jim really wants us to emphasize throughout the game so that you know is your number one priority you may not be the fittest game one but you hope that as the season goes on you get more and more fit.
0: Yeah and as uh, as a you know, one of the veterans in the league or you've played in any condition, um, I noticed that mid-range passes were definitely uh, challenging for uh, for you for you guys out there. Uh, but leading too far, just accuracy was an issue. Does cold really play into that, or is that just uh, first game jitters?
3: I think uh, we've been training on turf all week. Yeah. So playing on grass is a completely different surface. Sure. So you we haven't played on that at all. So getting used to that, so that and then the snow. adjustment, uh, the, the yeah, steep learning curve, the or ball, steep... Uh,
0: adjustment curve. Yeah. Right? yeah,
3: and the ball's slick, and your touch, and your feet are numb. I yeah. couldn't feel my feet out there. Great. So I think combine all that, and then with the first game jitters and just really getting your legs underneath you, you're going to have a few straight passes here and there. Last question. Tell me.
0: Your hair. Yeah. Tell me the inspiration of in your hair. It's wonderful, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Uh, it's the land of the rising sun. I felt as if, you know, the sun rises in the east. Yeah, We're on the east coast. And I wanted to come out... Um, with something that was memorable in the start of the season. I think in the off season I uh, tend not to have as many patterns just because I know how much the fans like it. So I try to save it up for when the season comes around. And um, I go into my barber, I say, Do whatever you want. And then I turn around, and that, there it was.
0: So great. Yeah. All right, Joanna, thanks yeah. so much for your yeah, time. No problem. How it are you across. doing? Always a pleasure talking to midfielder Joanna. Loman. If you've not seen her hair yet, you have to g- check it out. Follow her on Twitter at Joanna Loman, and uh, you'll undoubtedly see a picture come through with that awesome Land of the Rising Sun design in the side of it. If you heard those shrieking children in the background, I thank you for tolerating uh, that background noise. It's just the environment that we were in, uh, but I wanted to make sure that you guys got a chance to hear Joanna's uh, interview. To re- I hope I can reassure everybody that uh, those children were uh, having fun and playing and not being tortured um, just in case anybody was concerned spiritcoverage.com is the blog website, whatever you want to call it uh, where all of my coverage will take place. I'm also on Twitter at SpiritCoverage. coverage. Um, and this will be a uh, weekly thing with player interviews, coach interviews, and hopefully some professional analysis uh, as we can get it. I hope to have Chris Anderson, Uh, who is a uh, soccer analyst on the podcast next week talk about how we can better evaluate uh, how our team is performing offensively and i also want to thank uh star city fan jennifer gordon and uh, caitlin buckley for uh, they were the other members of the media that were there asking questions and i got some good sound bites off of the questions they asked so i want to give them credit for their contributions to uh to these sound bites Thank you for taking the time to listen. The next game is this Saturday, March 26th at 4 p.m., and they take on Penn State. Uh, I'll be live-tweeting from uh, Spirit Coverage. And thank you for listening to Follow Your Spirit. I'll see you next week.